You're listening to the Role Playing Exchange. It's Star Trek in Fate. I'm your GM Joe. Let's go around the horn and introduce yourselves. I think that was one of the best intros you've managed to do, Joe. I'm actually really proud of you. Yeah, you got your name. Hooray! Right. <laughs> I even had a voice. Podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. (laughs) I will tell you in a second. Just a minute. Uh, So, hey, I'm Sean. Uh, I'm here. We're playing Star Trek in space. And uh, my daughter just made our intro the best ever. Uh, I'm playing Chief Thrashiv. And I am happy to be here once again, not committing war crimes. Oh, hey, uh, this is Aaron, uh, roleplaying Public Radio. I am playing, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Lieutenant Platt, so uh, Chief Engineer. And I'm Burke, and I am back as Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Lenar Amar. All right. So, uh, let's, let's get this show on the road. The Dominion War is in full swing. Uh the Tigris is attached to 7th Fleet as part of its uh, scouting and screening elements. And uh, unfortunately, 7th Fleet is taking quite a beating from the uh, allied Dominion Cardassian forces. Uh, has been forced deep back into Federation territory. Uh, word in the fleet is that uh, Admiral Ross is pursuing a Fabian strategy, hoping to effectively uh, rope-a-dope the Dominion and exhaust them before they can finish uh, decoding the mines that cover the wormhole from uh, the Alpha Quadrant side. Uh, if so, it is the most costly rope-a-dope of history. Um, Seventh Fleet is down to about half its strength. Uh, it suffered several devastating defeats, um, and you are now falling back towards Starbase 627. Uh, unfortunately for the Tigris, uh, as its uh, screening elements to help, you know, they, they attempt to run interference while the rest of the fleet falls back. Uh, the Tigris has been cut off from the fleet and is currently uh, evading pursuit by three Dominion cruisers in a uh, an ancient battlefield. Uh, and that is where we will start the game. Uh, you have entered uh, Site Lambda 72. Uh, which is the name of this uh, archaeological site. It has not been investigated, as far as you can recall, uh, although none of you are experts in archaeology. Uh, you can tell that the just by entering it that the ships are extremely old. Uh, very brief passive sensor sweep shows that they're uh, obviously millions of years old. Uh, but because there are a lot of ship signatures, uh, the captain has decided to hide here and hope that the Dominion either fall into a trap or lose interest. Um, She has managed to this point to avoid any combat action against the pursuing cruisers. But, uh, you know, unless you guys are extremely lucky, you're probably going to have to fight one of them at some point. So meanwhile, uh, in the mess hall of the Tigris, which uh, as has been noted previously is where the senior officers meet up, because they don't have a ready room or conference room. It's too small. It's true. Uh, it does make the snacks during our meetings like really convenient, though. Yeah, yeah. Just get the yeah. Rectagino right out of the replicator. It's like a startup. Yeah. You have like the little bowl of chips and stuff. On the <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it, you repair to the ship's Starbucks. <laughs> it's the wrong uh, franchise. Uh, yeah, I'm, you're right. I, I, I'm, I'm not quite happy about this also that the replicator produces. Well, you shouldn't be. It's garbage. 
as I, as I need to work on that. But oh. I'm also trying to make sure that our ship doesn't blow up because I don't want to die. Yeah, it's a lo- low priority issue. <laughs> so the captain is asking for options. Uh, oh, so um, how many? Sh- uh, ask the question. How many? How many derelict ships are currently in the graveyard they were in right now? Uh, a a small uh, sweep. Uh, the initial computer estimate is several hundred. So it looks like it was a pretty big battle. Uh, you haven't done any sort of uh, deep investigation as to you know what their level of technology is or what state the battle is in. You do know some of them are surprisingly undamaged. Okay. So with that, and uh, so I, if I'd heard, possibly heard that before too, is this from an unknown species or? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, as far as you don't know them anyway, you could give me like a, a knowledge okay. check and see if you can think of who they might be. Okay, just for the general database. Yeah, if you've okay. just heard it in passing, or if you're going to run it through the computers. Okay. Uh, yep, yeah, I'll do that. See if there's any information there. Nope. Nah. Mystery. Yeah. Um. You don't know some aliens. <laughs> Thousands of years ago. Thousands of years ago. Uh. Okay. Well, at least if we don't know, the suggestion could be because They're not Ionians or Iconians. Thank God. Oh, no, no, we, we stay the way the hell away from that. <laughs> Uh, but no, bringing up the suggestions, uh, we may be able to not only salvage parts from it uh, from them, but we could potentially make that's like decoy drives, things that we could that's like launch along probes with alternating warp signatures to throw off any Dominion fle- that's like Dominion pursuers that come into the field. That's a pretty good idea. Um, certainly uh, seems like it would be less risk for us, and then we could. While they're hopefully chasing off those other signatures, we can escape. Uh, I would like to take a shot in passing, if possible. You know, any damage we can do to the enemy is uh, less damage required for us. Uh, we're, we're less damage they can do to Starfleet Federation and our alliance uh, going forward. But uh, I will accept escaping unscathed. Well, probes could still give us, uh, you know, the bonus of surprise. That's true. And they can be rigged. Uh, it's like they can absolutely be rigged with certain detonators as well. It would take a bit of time, but there's poten- uh, there's enough scrap right here. We could potentially uh, scrap uh, jury rig some form of tricobal device. That makes sense. Um, well, in the absence of any other options, uh, I say we do it. Okay. So I can at least do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, see if we can scrap. Uh, I guess seeing if I can get an engineering crew to scrap together and scan for the necessary parts uh, for that. Uh, essentially, to make at least three or four Federation-based crybabies. Right. <laughs> nice. So, all right. Uh, so for that, would that be an engineering or astrometric astrometrics to see what we, what we would need? Oh, engineering. Engineering. Okay. Yeah. Uh, unless anybody else wants to make a roll or. You're our engineer. I mean, if you need help, let me know. But okay. have a crew. Literally your so, wheelhouse, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody wants to uh, RS science on there and see, like, hey, look, there is, that's like, there's a photonic cannon over there. Why weren't we using that to begin with? Uh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> wow. Get well, um, rough. Uh, so apparently the, the sensor suite was uh, on the Tigris was damaged further than I was aware of, and we need to repair that first. Uh, well, so you know the material you need to assemble, and it's pro- almost certainly on one of these ships. So I'm going to give you that for free. 
Okay. This just means you can't like identify it and then attempt to beam it out. Okay. So fair fair enough. So we'll probably at least need to take a, a shuttle pod over there to be able to gather what we need back. Dun, dun, dun. Away team, that's true. Yeah. Or we can order somebody else over there. <laughs> Give everybody minor characters. Uh, it's not my <laughs> day to die. <laughs> no, we stems going by the tradition of sending your command crew everywhere. <laughs> that's true. Uh, or just put out a Chakotay. A Chakotay is immortal, right? Yeah. Listen, I'm pretty sure that is canon, really. <laughs> is he is he who dies at the in the last episode of Voyager or is it 7 of 9? Uh both. Both. Okay. So right. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I guess so. for a 20-year-old show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right dressed. Okay. Uh yeah, I guess it, in that case if we were I guess it might just take a little bit longer to get yeah, what we need. Yeah, it's just so. going to take longer. You'd have to do more investigation. Okay. All right, so who's going over in the shuttle pod? Me. Uh, okay, you really are sending senior staff. I was just going to make some. No, no, we're make going. some dummies. All right. Okay, so yep, we're we're going over there. Everybody we're else has to keep preparing the ship. Going. All right. Hey. Yeah, there. <clears throat> Sounds like yeah. I just got voluntold, so I guess I'll be joining. That's right, Chief. Yeah, I mean, if we're doing this, let's do it right. Well, we <laughs> absolutely keep you two out of trouble. It's true. Well, we have to absolutely make certain that there are no particular cor- alien corpses that will rise. That's like from the uh, from their space like grave. And that would be a real shame, I guess. So, <laughs> you'll, have to, you'll have to forgive me. I was that's uh, like was recently watching some that's uh, like horror movies that was it, that uh, Ensign Carlton was that's uh, like decided Ensign to take Carlton. Is he your XO in uh, engineering? Oh, uh, yes. So. All right, Ensign Carlton. He's he's a character now. I have oh, to continuously no. tell him not to do his awkward dance. It's the dance of his people. <laughs> be really, really should be more accepting of his culture, Aaron. This is like when they told Roche couldn't wear her earring, even though Worf could clearly wear his sash. Yeah, that was uh, what we call bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly have no problem with the dance at uh, Azrael. It's just at the moment he decides to do it, like when we were attempting to, that's uh, like reinitialize the warp core. It's it, his actions needed to have better. That's like focus. Sometimes you just feel it. You do. Other times, I believe he's panicked, and that's a coping mechanism. It's fine. I'll give him some anti-anxiety. Me- uh, whichever the case. So, all right, yep. So, loading up everything onto the. Uh, can we actually all three get into a shuttle pod? Or is that? Yeah, oh, sure. yeah okay. they're, they're they're not bad. Okay, just just canonically, I remembered right now it was like you know Kira and Odo, and it looked like the last Starfighter. So, no, yeah, I think there's one reasonable size shuttle. On okay, the, uh, the Defiant. So I, the Defiant. I, I, I I could just be nitpicky in a way that I'm not under. Uh, I may not think about. So, I mean, Voyager had lots of sh- yeah. For no reason. So I, I found a good explanation about how they might be able to do that, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that later. So, All right. So, hey, for Ensign Carlton, we've got mm-hmm. two aspects, assistant chief engineer and copes via dance. <laughs> of course, I spelled Ensign wrong. No, he's already more fleshed out than me. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> All right. So you uh, take the shuttlecraft over to one of the ships. Uh, it doesn't really matter which one. Um you land, there is uh, an open, some sort of open bay that you can just land the shuttle in where you could stand off and transport on, uh, where you could try and land it on the hull near like some sort of like emergency access port. 
Uh, is life support still active on the ship that we've uh, decided on? Life support is minimal. Uh, it's active, but minimal. You'd probably want to utilize uh, rebreathers, if not full vac suits. Okay. So, the chief will uh, assist on full vac suits, just so we're clear. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we may want to we may want to go ahead and use that at least in the interim. That's like since we still we know this is a battle, but we still don't know what took out any of these crews. Mm-hmm. All right. So we can do that. Uh, let's see. Is anybody wanting to stay on the shuttle, or do we just want to rely on the computer to pull us out if a problem occurs? Oh, the computer. <laughs> we all got to go over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. No splitting so. the party. No splitting the party, right. So, uh, transport over. Um, The computer will transport you back based on biometric data. You know, if there's a crisis and your heartbeat goes up or et cetera, the the computer of the shuttlecraft will transport you back. Does that sound Mm -hmm. reasonable? So, yep, that should work. All right. Or if it stops. Up or down. Or if it stops, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If your heart stops, get out of there. Yeah. So, uh, transport over. Um, let's say you land right in what appears to be their uh, a major engineering section, if not main engineering. Uh, you can tell it's it's very strange. They're vaguely humanoid, the way Star Trek aliens are. Uh, maybe a little more vaguely than usual, you know, more than just brow ridges or funny eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, their eyes are more to the side of their heads and... Uh, they have flatter faces, slits for noses, uh, just sort of holes for ears, fewer fingers, but still pretty pretty humanoid. You know, four arms, four <laughs> legs. Yeah. Four arms and four legs. Okay, yeah, basically. Uh, uh, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I meant two arms and two legs. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and they all just seem to be out. Like, they're, they don't seem to be dead necessarily mm-hmm. uh they hit seem one. to be in some sort of suspended animation hit one with that med tricorder weep 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 yeah uh they are in a sort of suspended animation uh if you want to give me a medicine roll how how old did you say these wrecks were millions of years uh yeah with a two um mm. it's definitely induced uh and you can tell just like it uh, a super obvious scan of their DNA shows that the they're artificial. Uh, that this, you know, these are not naturally occurring beings. Uh, so uh, it appears that they have some sort of super low uh, metabolism mode, uh, and that their metabolism is uh, way more efficient than any naturally occurring being any anyone's could be. They could because they'd have been dead by now. Uh, their heart or what the equivalent is, seems to be beating, like, once a day. Okay. <laughs> so you can see, like, the... You can see the, you know, the biochemistry is... The, on the on your tricorder, you can see the biochemistry is indicating that that is the correct amount of circulation required. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a thing. Uh, they, they seem to be alive. Uh, you don't know what would wake them up. And you don't know what shut them down. Um, uh, the atmosphere is, uh, an unstandard mix. It's, it's still pretty close to human norms, higher level of, uh, nitrogen and oxygen, lower level of carbon dioxide. Okay. In fact, if a regular human being was to like, uh, expose themselves to it, uh, they'd probably get really high 
Yeah, I was nice. thinking that could be on there. So it's it's not the a higher oxygen level to the point of combustion, is it? Uh, no, but it's it's not too far off. Um, you know, if you were to increase it like two or three percent, then it would be a problem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, before we at least attempt to wake up our, uh, it's like uh these others uh, ones. Maybe we can see if we can access their computer core and figure out what information. That's uh, like what information we can glean from that. Let's maybe just not wake them up. In the first place. <laughs> oh, we're not waking them up. We're not waking them up. Um, is there any sort of associated like log data of when they were put into hibernation? Um, maybe we have to get into the computer core for that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, you the, like the role isn't good enough. I'm going to say that this the data you got back from the medical tricorder isn't good enough to give you like super detailed DNA sequencing information. You you have the idea that it would be a DNA triggered sequence. Yeah. But, you know. Okay. So we'll have to get into the log. All right. Computer core. Okay. Uh, Engineering roll to see if we can access it or? Yes. This is going to be very difficult. Okay. Uh, Well, in this case, since we're, I'm also working on to see, uh, well, actually, this is literally an alien species that we have never seen before and technology that I am looking at. So I'd like to invoke, got to see what's behind that nebula. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me that fate point. Nom nom nom. So uh, uh, so four total. All right, four. Um, okay. So you're not getting all of the data. Uh, you're getting kind of an idea as to how the ship systems work and what might be usable for your purposes. Uh, they still use warp drive, so that's good. Uh, they don't use matter antimatter uh to power the warp core. It's more of a they tend towards the Romulan singularity uh, driven warp core. Um, Let's see. If you're looking for information about the people on the ship, they are the Zual. Zual. Uh, That is the name of the owners of the ship, but the the people who are crewing it are just called the servants. Um, They don't have any. That's what the Universal Translator translates it as. It gives it a, a high likelihood of correctness. Again, all of this is like, because it's so old, the Universal Translator is giving you like the Google Translate equivalent. As much as it can understand. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so, and uh, it looks like they received a shutdown order from the planet that was in, you know, the, the what appears to be the capital planet or perhaps the, the military capital. It, the universal translator isn't quite sure uh it was sent out you know some million years ago at this location um you could run a plot and see where that is if you want to uh okay. but it's out of the system like right. this is um, in the middle of empty space just out there so uh, i guess an astro- astrometrics role on that to see where we're yeah yeah like you could it would be no problem if you were back on on your own ship but if you're going to do it like in your head and with your tricorder then yeah it needs a roll Okay, uh, well, might as well, just to see um, if anything else is still pretty advanced. Uh, three. So, calculating for the amount of spin the galaxy has and where stellar that was probably, yeah, stellar drift, and where that location probably was, you can't say with absolute certainty, but it appears that that is uh, a nebula somewhere. Um, there are no planets in it. Uh, there are some protostars out there. Uh, which, you know, indicates that, uh, the, let's see that, uh, the, 
planet was destroyed somehow. Uh, probably when the sun, you know, expanded red giant phase. Uh, and if there's, if there's no planet left, it probably got immolated by the star, which would indicate it was pretty close, not impossible for, you know, this amount of distance, it would be pretty early for a star to, to have done that probably, but not impossible. So, okay. So at least something that is accelerating out. So that's, if we ever go back to exploring, that's actually interesting astrological data. Yeah, I'm sure the uh, Federation Archaeological Societies would be very interested to have that. Uh, this is a known archaeological site. Um, so it comes up in the computer system. It does not provide you with a bunch of information about it. Okay. So, so well, and so, yeah, looking at this, I, I report back everything else that I'm hearing about it. So, uh, so right. if, if it looks like we might be able to take a look at that. Um so, so if you get killed, your your replacement characters can do something with it. <laughs> if it isn't destroyed, if the ship isn't destroyed with everything aboard. So, yeah. all right. Uh, but uh, so for what we found right now, at least the information kit, do we have enough to be able to successfully revive any of the crew members? Oh, uh, you could. No, I mean, I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> you could probably. <clears throat> You have a record of the signal that was sent. You could probably, it would be some rolls, uh, but you could probably reverse engineer it to like wake people up. So, in this Aaron, case, but Aaron, I. Aaron, Aaron, now now is not the time to Aaron, okay? <laughs> Rough. Like, <laughs> I have I have no comments on this whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, and see, at this point, when you say things like that, part of me just wants to revive them just to see yeah, how you yeah, react. Yeah. Yeah, see, I knew, I always knew. <laughs> I always knew that that was a that was something. That, that, oh, tell me not to do it, huh? That, that's that's not an immediate impetus, but it does come up every once in a while. So I I get it. So, but on in all honesty, no, we're trying to at least figure out what we can. Uh, uh, what. That's like what more of their purpose was out here or if they're any hostile, because in all honesty, we don't need to deal with the Jem'Hadar as well as what it, that's like these guys, if they in, intend to be hostile. So I mean, in all honesty, now that we know that they're technically alive in here, we need to get the heck out of here so that we don't endanger them because it would. That's a possibility, uh, although we had moral to endanger them. Okay, um, but you said these—that's like these ships were also running off of singularity-based drives, similar to the Romulans. Yes, that's correct. Okay. <clears throat> well, worst case scenario, although that's not going uh, much, we could. Oh, shoot! I don't want to mitigate this one, but so would we by chance have reports of the uh, of what happened in TNG when the that's uh, like when the Enterprise encountered that one Romulan ship. Uh, which one? Uh, basically, it's when they. It, it was the time. It, it was the. It was the time acceleration stop. Oh, uh, the one where it. Picard draws the face on the uh, warp core breach. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'd be aware of that. Okay, so uh, it's like, well, if it's a possibility, that's like in these. That's like if there was like some an emergency, we could possibly retrofit one of these to make something of a temporal trap. It wouldn't be good, but it might provide another escape. If we. If we took a warp core out of one of these ships, would it like end the life support system? Well, it, in this case, it would be in the terms of over of basically 
overloading it in such a way where it that's like they would not be able to navigate this appropriately they would stop in time or go out but it is an it's, it is an incredibly dangerous idea but given I mean, the, get, i'm all for incredibly dangerous i'm not all for incredibly dangerous to people that are held in suspended animation and cannot defend themselves no and i wouldn't suggest it with this but no, and I wouldn't suggest it with this ship, but we find another similar one that may not have any other life forms aboard. So that might be, that's like, that may be a potential option. I, I am going by the no war crimes <laughs> mantra. That's our mantra. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pretty simple one to follow. I feel like we've done really well, Cindy. We started in that. <laughs> uh, but I guess at this point, yeah, we can't, until we figure out what we can do, maybe go back to the ship and start analyzing the data and seeing where what we might since we have more of their ship sensors we might be able to map out a better router location or something that could give us an advantage and my, my gut would be that if they have alternate power sources for life support that we could like just remove a uh you know warp core out of one of these ships use that at another location so absolutely so that may be a possibility mm-hmm. uh yeah that is going to be like a major engineering project. Yeah, that's like removing a warp core intact <laughs> is like you build from the warp, like you build the superstructure, and then this next thing you put in is the warp core. Not if we can find the warp core ejection mechanism. Yeah, so if if any things are uh, like the intrepid designs, but then there's usually like a problem. <laughs> yeah, but you could also just you know, I mean, you could just eject it, but like if the idea is to lure. A lure ships away from where you are, you know, firing a big warp signature flare might not be the way to do that. You guys can do what you want. I'm just saying, if you could alter it somehow, I don't know. So, no, that, uh, yeah, that would be at it's least. It's just another... that that is a consideration. Sure. Okay. So, all right. Uh, but yeah, I'll at least go back at this point since we, that's like, no, it's over here and make a report back to the captain. Okay. You report back did to the we, captain. Did we get what we came over here for? Uh, yeah, you can, so it's oh. going to be an engineering role to obtain the material. Okay. So yeah, I was, oh, okay. I, I stopped because I wasn't certain if we could actually do that without potentially harming the crew that I was mean, on here. That's going to be a role. Uh, okay. Because you're going to need to, you know, <laughs> try and remove this stuff without harming anybody or, you know, potentially activating any ship's defenses. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so I can go ahead and do that, although I absolutely would like to go ahead and, and invoke three he- dozen heads are better than none, because All right, I, so I, I am constantly to... talking back to my crew, uh, to my engineering crew about this. So cool. The All Steves right. haven't made it to engineering yet. Steves, there are no Steves in engineering. Oh, okay. I think I figured out there. There you go. Ah, there we are. Okay. All right. So engineering, don't fail me now. Why do you continue to fail me? <laughs> so it's that uh, it's a four. So on that four is good enough. Okay. Um, you take out. Uh, it's basically just a bunch of like spare warp coils and EPS conduits, etc. Like you're trying to simulate a warp signature, not like create a real good strong one. Absolutely. So this is just this is meant to be a short term solution right. at best. So. And you don't want to use any of your own spare parts because you're going to need them for when your ship gets damaged. Yeah. All right. What do you mean when? I mean, it's going to happen. Nah. Like, it's already happened, like, off screen. 
Do you realize I've had how many times I've had to send Carlton to go out and repaint Tigris onto the front bow of the ship? Yeah, it keeps getting scuffed off. It's like uh, yeah. it's like the name won't stick. I don't know. It's fine. It gives a character. Anyway, you lived seven lifetimes. You'll appreciate. So uh, yeah, there you are. You get a, you get get a bunch of your stuff. Get back mm-hmm. into shuttlecraft. Take it back to the ship. Captain receives your report. She says immediately. Under no circumstances are we to revive any of these people. Just both look at for- the, the the chief, like visibly just sags in his chair a little bit. Like oh. we don't understand their technology. We don't know anything about their culture. Uh, you know, this is a battlefield. We don't know what status they're in. We don't know anything about them. All we need to do is escape. So let's concentrate on that. Agreed. Now he said, I just want to be clear. They all seem to be out unconscious. They didn't seem to have any active access to their system. Right. Not that we were aware of. Okay. Then I think we can proceed with the uh, the plan to utilize the probes to distract the uh, the Dominion ships. So we haven't seen. They haven't come close. But we've only we're only tracking them on passive sensors. Uh, so I can't be certain of their location. Fair enough. Although uh, it's like we, so is there a way? Uh, it's like I might be able to figure out a way to maybe briefly remodulate some of our more active sensors to see if it, we can mask that as normal background radiation noise. I would appreciate that if possible. So I'll take a look at that and see if it, it would be. Uh, so I just ro- feel like I'm rolling engineering alone uh, constantly this time. Sometimes <laughs> you have engineering problems. Sometimes you have. Other problems. Yeah, uh, the ship could help you probably. <laughs> That's true. So, uh, since I'm going through there, oh yeah, where's the ship stats? Uh, character sheet. Uh, so can I add uh, the ship sensors into that as well, or? Uh, yes, you can. Okay, so would that just be a, a general plus two without having to roll anything else other than my own stat? Yes. Okay. So, all right. So, like, I I can take rolling at a five. All right. Okay. So four on that. At least you're consistent. I. <laughs> that's what you have before <laughs> it either fails or it's just okay yeah that's a pretty flat arc um <laughs> all right so yeah you've uh, modified your sensors uh they will stand up to more scrutiny and appear more likely to be background radiation okay so uh yeah, yeah i guess we'll just scan out from there and hope for the best and see if we can pick up any sign of the jemhadar vehicle uh, jemhadar that might be out there or we're not in the part of the timeline right now where the Bre- uh, where the Dominions pulled the Breen in, have we? Uh, no. You okay. were before that. Uh, okay. DS9 has not been retaken yet. This okay. is still pretty early in the war. Okay. That shit's coming up, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. So, anyway, so, uh, but yeah, scan along the side with the uh, with that and see if if we can identify any of the Jem'Hadar ships out there. Okay. Um, time for GM roll. Mm. Mm. tie. All right, we'll let you have it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it looks pretty clear. No, no Jem'Hadar ships in the area. They're not. You get an inkling that they're sort of in like, you know, one of the things you do when you enter uh, a, pace, a piece of space that is uh, has a local location is you automatically divide it up quadrants, or at least I'm saying that's what Starfleet does. Sure. So they're like a couple <laughs> quadrants over. Uh, is what you believe. You're not sure, but you're certain they're not in sensor range of you right at this moment. Okay. You're slow and steady. It'll be a little bit more methodical than what we're probably used to. Well, uh, they want to catch you, I guess. 
Interesting. Alright. Uh, so, with that in turn, we can probably... That's uh, So, with what we have in the, the sensor sweeps, how, how many were... Uh, was I, how many of these devices was I able to make? Just one, or was I able to at least make maybe two or three? Uh, you probably scratched enough for three. Three? Okay. So, uh, and what is the... Because we're trying to make our way back to the Starbase, correct? That's correct. Okay. So... Trying to think if or to a... rejoin with the yeah rejoin okay uh you do know where you are vis-a-vis in general the fleet okay so we could probably link that on there although it's like leading them into a trap might not be a bad idea but or still more on the escape so I'm thinking I could probably rig two of these to that's uh, like go in one that's like into a more obvious direction something that would look like we we're trying to sneak out but just utterly failed let them chase it for a while and then that's like maybe detonate it or when they're close that's like are you, use that are you planning to do damage or to just like is it just a no. flare the captain uh, said she wanted to leave a mark leave a, we can leave yeah, a mark she would so, prefer to yes so yeah we could basically just load this thing full of tricobalt and just let it go um although i can set up a secondary one that would be more of a sense uh, a sensor flare that might that's like that we could rig up something like a side of a, a photon torpedo uh to be able or i guess we would be carrying quantums um, yeah you got you're running with quantum torpedoes yeah we could probably set one up on there it's a quantum torpedo uh so instead of doing full-on damage to it might just warp flare and blind their sensors for a All little right. while a little while which would give us enough time to escape so one that's like one to actually do damage one that would be more of a distraction and then we can keep the spare basically if we absolutely are if they if one of the gem hadar ships is hot on our tail okay so uh one as a distraction well one to do damage one is a flash grenade yes and one just in case you have to make a last minute dodge absolutely yeah so and that would be the that would be the full-on crybaby i like the quantum right. the flashbang yeah, quantum. So yeah, we have we have a, we have a quantum flashbang. Uh, we have a, a proton frag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, and and then we have the oh god, please don't hit me. So you're not making stuff alone. I mean, my um, fourth host was a propulsion here. So if you oh don't no, get in here. So I have no. <laughs> so I am I, I am not I am not proud enough to not ask for help or assistance at any given point. I am good. I mean, but... you've got basically the whole engineering and operations crew working on this get it done in like a couple hours <laughs> so but yep no that's that's at least my my role for right now so uh with a constant with iv drips of ractagino going around to everybody right or, or whatever the 24th century version of that would be ractagino <laughs> i thought there was, there was new fingered stuff like uh something something white Get- Catcher cell? <laughs> no, cell white. Yeah, oh, Starfleet is not distributing that to its crew. <laughs> the They're not. Oh. Uh, they aren't uh, militaries in the mid twentieth century. They're not trying to give you meth. Like, yeah, Picard loves only has almond milk. They don't have yeah. Cell. yeah. Yeah. Granted, Picard yeah, Picard era. Let's uh, uh, Starfleet might be doing that right now, but that's a discussion for later. So, indeed. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, uh, let's fire off those probes. Okay. Uh, let's see. So I am going to say like the image one, the frag grenade version, we need to make sure we do not use inside the 
archaeological site here because you know that's kind of close to war crimes if we accidentally damaged one of the ships. It's true. Certainly a cultural crime. And remember, remember our motto: you know, no war, war no war crimes. So on purpose at all, no, if no, possible. No. <laughs> <laughs> try not to. Try I mean, really. No, I, okay. I'm not the it, one that built a grenade. All right, pal. Two grenades yeah. today, at least. The flashbang version isn't going to like blow a ship up on accident, but the probably not the proton yeah. grenade one, yeah, maybe. So let's just slightly. All right, uh, but yeah. So I'll we'll go ahead and set those out. Do we need to make any kind of rolls to make sure that they're at least the the frag and the flare are programmed correctly? Uh no. Okay. Um, the captain has plotted a course through the battlefield on low impulse. Uh, when they sight a Dominion ship. And the battlefield seems to be several light years wide and deep, so it's it's huge. Uh, when they clear the the edge of the battlefield, or when they sight a Dominion ship, the idea is to fire off one of the probes and then you know kite off into the other direction and run like mm-hmm. hell. Yeah, and hope they guess wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if she probably her plan is t- at the moment to. Uh, Lean towards the flashbang so that it'll it'll make it more easy for them to make the wrong decision. Uh, can we use two of them in combination if we make it out? Uh, you like the, could the, the decoy one and the flashbang, so we'd have like two warp signatures in different directions and the flashbang effect, like all at once. Uh, yeah, you certainly could. That would be, I think, probably our best bet. If you will take that under consideration, depending on the circumstance. Are these the big dis- Dominion ships? They're the medium ones. It's they're the, the ones like ones. they're the ones that blew up the Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, still a lot bigger than us. Okay, just check. Yeah, out. they're still a lot bigger than you, and they can still penetrate shields. So don't don't get shot by them. Is the At thing. Least try not to. Yeah, try not to. <laughs> yeah, pass that along. Yes, <laughs> to the helmsman. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Helm, poor Ensign Hashemi is like, yes, thank you, sir. I will try not to be shot. <laughs> good, good, thank you. Uh so you're. It it looks like the plan is going to work, but then I spend a fate point. <laughs> <laughs> is it Aaron's uh, fault? Nope, it's I mean, the Dominion's Aaron fault. Him, Aaron gave him extra fate points so that he could spend this. So I think it is Aaron's fault. Uh, well, he had fate points before I gave him anything. <laughs> yeah, I start with some. Yeah, so you you, you can just fuck right off. <laughs> so, uh... Ancient to the William Sailor. Uh, you're cruising along, and suddenly you get an alert. So you're already at red alert, but shields are down. Weapons are unpowered, but, you know, ready to be turned on at a moment's notice. Um, yeah. Everyone's on high alert. And then you get an indication that there is, uh... Oh, uh, looks like... Uh, oh, bad. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. The sensors are showing that the Dominion seems to have woken up one of these ships mm-hmm. uh, and is now actively fighting it, uh, which is waking up the other ones around it. Uh, so that's uh, we should, we should bad. We should, we, should, we, should, we should go. More impulsy. Yeah, she's <laughs> like... A, uh... <laughs> leave an unmodified probe here to, to like relay some information to us as we are running away as fast as possible. Yeah, so uh, she's like, yeah, full impulse. Uh, shields up. <laughs> Must go faster. Uh, Must go yeah, faster. yeah, yeah, yeah. So shields go up, get a full impulse. Uh, that is, as I will spend a second fate point, uh, a mistake. <laughs> so when the shields go up, that starts activating ships around you 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so now they are starting to power on their defensive measures and power up their weapons. And suddenly all the, you can tell, like all these uh, warp signatures are, are starting to bloom all over the place. Boy, there are more ships in here than you thought. It, it's not on the order of hundreds, it's thousands. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> at this point, uh, Cardozo is, says, no, the hell with it. Uh, maximum warp straight ahead. <laughs> we had warp power the whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah, but if you had warped out of there, you would have been findable. I guess. So I guess we're just trying That's to be That's why you're on impulse sneaky. power. Yeah. So you hit warp speed. Um, and several of these ships, uh, many of which are very large, uh, suddenly start following you. Oh. So, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, you're being pursued, not by the Dominion, by uh, an unknown alien species. Okay. Is it cool, though? Uh, okay. I think it's cool. All right. Uh, uh, there. Okay. I support you. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't like it, but it's a fair cop. <laughs> All right. Um, well, if actually we still have we still have the crybaby atta- uh, equipped, right? That's true. Uh, you haven't used any of these probes. Okay. So, oh, we haven't used any of the probes. I thought we sent out the other ones. Uh, you dropped one. Okay. To, like you dropped an unaltered probe to let you know what's going on. Okay. So you're still so... receiving telemetry back from the where you just accidentally reignited a several million year old battle. Yeah. So and, and granted, these people aren't technically not our enemies so we just really wandered into the battle uh, bad portion of this so um could i use uh, and actually a silly question i should have probably addressed beforehand but when we configured this one did i actually set it is it even with the information is it set to project the uh, defiance warp signature or i mean the, yeah uh, that was the plan yeah. okay then yeah i'm i'm wanting to fire that one off in the other direction and hope and basically Rev and basically try to use it to overwhelm our own and hope that they chase after it. All right, let's whoa, hold up, slow down a second. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go back a, to the Lieutenant Platt's loading up that pro, that probe, but uh, <laughs> before, you, before you push the button, before you push the button, uh, drop out of warp, realign the probes, do the flashbang and the altered warp signature, and then we go back to warp to hit, hit him with all of it. That's, because uh, holy shit! That's uh, I understand that, but that's also a much more complicated procedure. So that's going to take probably a couple. Uh, that's going to be, uh, take a really uh, like a careful set of circumstances to pull that one off. I mean, Platt's going to have to you know make a roll to launch the probe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be science roll probably. Okay. Uh you know somebody's going to have to run the helmsman and have her. Uh, appropriately conduct this all-stop, then immediate restart warp maneuver. Um, yeah, and uh, somebody's going to have to, I'm going to say, run poor Ensign Carlton <laughs> to manage the uh, inertial dampening field to make it so you all don't turn into mush when you stop and restart the engine in, like, a second flat. <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm saying we are Starfleet. I'm, by God, this is what we do. I am giving you the parameters. <clears throat> just saying. Yeah, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, fair enough. So, I, yeah, I have no problems doing it as long as everybody has the for the sequence of of roles that we need to do and to take out. So, if you're willing to do it, I am absolutely willing to do it. So, 
The chief is advocating for this because he's legitimately worried that just launching the alternate uh, warp signature won't be enough to throw off pursuit. And whatever this uh, is, the captain... is chasing us is not going to be good. Uh, it's time for the captain to have a tactics roll. Fortunately, she is good at it. Oh, wow, that's a terrible result. Uh, nonetheless, the point for the captain. <laughs> you may not. Nonetheless, the captain agrees. <laughs> it wasn't bad enough to disagree. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, it wasn't bad enough for her to say, well, but that's just what they're expecting us to do. Oh, that would be terrible. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Platt, run yourself. Somebody choose Ensign Carlton. Somebody okay. choose uh, Ensign, uh, what is her name again? Hashemi. Mm. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll jump on this Carlton grenade. Okay. I'll be Steve Hashemi. Ooh. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Donnie. You're out of your element. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be the bad guys, as I often am. Oh. All right, let's do it. Okay. First, uh, so I'll stop. Okay, so can we Sorry, do anything? Like, can our actual characters do anything to facilitate any of this before we start rolling all this stuff? Or is it just... I mean, sure. Uh, you can help in whatever way you can. I mean, the, the thing about the Defiant Class ship is it's uh, each... You've got a lot of... You have to wear a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So yeah, you, uh, you can have your regular characters assist. I am equally as good at engineering and or piloting, so um, Shiv will probably want to go to engineering, so I will say he will assist with the piloting. Alright. <clears throat> if anybody's got something to help poor Instant Carlton here before I roll this. Uh, Maro got anything? <laughs> Maro? Um, engineering is not really my jam, but if there's some science way. Actually, yeah, you could probably assist me on the science roll because that's yeah, what you I could assist Platt on the science roll. That would be the way to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can roll science then. All right. All right. Hey, those are pretty uh, solid. Okay, and sciences. <laughs> it's good uh, that you know. Yeah. All right. So probe fired. Well, let's let's have the stop first. Roll the stop. So I I rolled the stop. <laughs> Nobody was okay. assisting it, so that was the three was for the that was Vincent Carlton. Ensign Carlton, okay. Ensign Carlton, make sure that the inertial dampening field prevents you from dying. <laughs> uh, somebody roll for the helmsman to make mm-hmm. sure she executes the stop and restart correctly. That be Hashim's uh, pilot. That's correct. Yep. Nice. Holy crap! So, and uh, awesome yeah, the crew's pretty solid. And then we had that probe launch, so it looks good. Um, it looks real good. In the pipe. <laughs> right. It, <laughs> it looks like you suffer a temporary engineering casualty, uh, and then, but that the ship continues onwards normally. Meanwhile, you've stopped as they pass past you at light speed and follow the probe. It won't work forever, but hopefully you'll be many, many light years in a different direction by the time they figure it out. It would so be soon, perfectly... Yeah. <laughs> so... <clears throat> The captain oh. waits a few minutes and then boom takes off. Yeah. <laughs> Warp nine everything. Well, you can't go that fast. The ship will shake apart. Or we'll just t- <laughs> or or we'll turn into slug monsters. So I know you have an improved warp drive. Okay, just I did look over the uh <laughs> I looked over the Tigress's character sheet just in case there was gonna be a fight. Good thinking. Good thinking. When using the engines to create an advantage. Gain one additional free invoke on the resulting aspect. It's true. All right, so you're moving off. You're not moving off in the direct fleet. You picked a 
She picked a random direction to go to. Well, she is all too eager. Well, she also didn't receive orders uh, for the appropriate direction, so that's really on the captain this time. I'm just going by my aspects. I mean, it's fair. Uh, so the probe is giving you telemetry data still. Uh, the the It's real bad out there, guys. Uh, they're using all kinds of stuff you've never heard of. Like, they're opening... It seems like they're using some sort of space-time tearing weapons. Uh, the Dominion got its its ass kicked, so that's good. The ships are gone. They are D-E-D. Did. But uh, they're du- still duking it out with each other out there. And, uh, yeah, it's bad. Uh, it's brutal. Like, you've never, like, you, you literally are members of a fleet that has uh, gotten severely injured several times over the last few weeks. And this is nothing compared to the amount of like your what the amount of ordnance that's been fired at each other between you and Dominion is nothing compared to what these two groups are doing to each other and to local space time. Um, it's fine. It, it's going to be uninhabitable that region mm-hmm. of space for a while when they're done, even before they're done. Uh, didn't you get like a copy of their turnoff signal or whatever there was that they got that they received? I mean, you could try it. I mean, like, I really don't want to go back, but at the same time, like, leaving that just going seems like a horrible idea, too. Well, at this point right now, I, I, I'm I, honestly not wanting to wander back in there as of yet, considering that it's that's like not only that, but it's going to be crawling with Dominion ships at any given point, if not already. Can we send them a turnoff code back through the probe we left behind? If it's still intact. I mean, we're so. sending telemetry off. Yeah, it's just kind of like floating there. Like they have, it's too small to notice. Yeah, yeah. They got bigger uh, fish to fry. Uh, well, I would say right now this. I would. I we can't. I can make the. I can go ahead and see if we can actually put through the uh, the signal right uh, signal on there. But I'd almost rather do it on a delay just to make sure that gives us more time. If that is an okay, if that is an acceptable uh, oh, I mean, compromise, do, do it from here, or do we have to actually go back? Like, uh, you could to... could signal the probe. Uh, the probe is not going to have as powerful transmission to like the local area as it does back to the ship. It's just not what the probe was designed for. You dropped a regular ass probe back there. Yeah, right. but I mean, we did our best. You think anything would be better than nothing? That's true. I'd rather at least try it instead of like I don't want to go back. Like that's the <laughs> I don't want to go back. <laughs> like I'm not sure what those things are or what that place was, but like I mm, don't have any desire to get back in there and find out at this point. It's fair. I mean, uh, the captain will agree to attempt to send the probe, but uh, we're to to signal to the probe to try and shut that down. Um, she doesn't think it's a terrible idea, <laughs> but you know she wants to do it while getting away. <laughs> so, so if you want to, I can do that while we're still in there, or I can put in a delayed, uh, like that. My aspect of it is the delayed uh, command in there that it will turn off after a certain amount of time. So, uh, for I guess calculating what would be you know the amount of distance we would need to cover in light years to make sure that we're not uh, it's like that we're not traceable or that we can't that the Jem'Hadar via uh, the Jem'Hadar ships won't be able to catch up with us. They're gone, so that's not a problem. Okay. Uh, they were definitely destroyed. Okay, so... At then, least the yeah. ones in the region. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I, I would say just in case right now, a couple more minutes, uh, I just want to set it for a couple more minutes, and then we're good, so... Uh, yeah, you would say 15 minutes probably, and they won't, you know... It's not that they couldn't pursue you, 
It's that you believe yourself to be far enough away that they couldn't catch up to you without like possessing the capability of achieving some sort of absurd speed. Exactly. So, and making that more of a concern. So, all right. Uh, so, I guess an engineering rule to make uh, to transmit the uh, the commands to the probe. Uh yes. Okay. Give me that roll. That sweet sweet yep. roll. Yep. Oops. Uh, we're we're, we're re rolling that. Re-roll. So. Yeah. Give me that yummy fate point. Oh, God, that just blew. <laughs> Why did I wanted to give it to you? Why aren't you letting me now? I did the last time. I don't know. It's fine. Okay. I'll just Take deal it. myself a fate point. All right. Uh. So yeah. No. That's that's not standing. That's right. better. That's much better. Okay. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> looking at this right now. Oh, sorry. I for that's like forgot that particular. That's uh, like uh, transposed a number there. My apologies. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. You send a signal, and it it appears the probe sends it out, and it appears that the fight is slowing down, dying out, dying back out. Uh, the probe still indicates that you don't don't go in there. Um, and I guess it's uh, fun at this point. Like if it's gonna slowly roll itself out like the yeah. jumper can come back and be mad about it and like start it back up again and get blowed back up that's fine <laughs> it will just come and hit the switch the shut off switch again when, it, when they're done yeah all right so uh you're far enough away and you put an end to that fight which is uh pretty good good job round of applause all around <laughs> <laughs> you didn't also you also didn't say here we are come get us but um on your way back to rejoining the fleet, you find yourselves in between. Well, you find yourselves stuck between the Jem'Hadar fleet following the Seventh Fleet and uh, the Seventh Fleet. After several days later, okay, uh, you have not yet been detected because you're—they're not looking in that direction. But uh, yeah, back in the old conference room, <laughs> back in the mess hall. Mm-hmm. Well, um, this is worse. <laughs> Uh, I'm open to options. We obviously can't fight our way through the whole fleet. Um, can't sneak through it. Can't go over it. Can't go around it. Yeah, space is big. Just go around. Okay, space is big. I mean, the <laughs> with the pro the issue is though, if there's another fight, we can't keep going around it. <laughs> you know, if by the time we have to go around it to get there, they're gone again. We absolutely can. <laughs> <laughs> the, let me describe what I mean out of character. I'm, I'm, okay. Um, so like, yeah, of course you can, like, it's three dimensional, uh, and you can do a big loop around the region that they're in. But if, uh, the fleet continues to fall back, like you're not faster than the entire fleet is, is Mm -hmm. the thing. Like the amount of space you'd have to go around based on the detection range of sensors is large enough that it takes a, you know, it's going to be. Sure. You know, you just, instead of you're still driving, you're still taking a curve instead of a straight line. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I know you're the expert. Okay. But that's what I mean. It's the sensor detection range is so huge on these ships that like sure. if you're going to avoid sensing sensor, sensor detection, like it's a, it's a big loop you have to take around it. Sure. It's the the Jim Hadar is between us and the Seventh Fleet, right? Ah, uh, yes, currently. Um, Captain says this is the sort of uh, situation where I would love a technological answer. Um, got anything so, for me, Platt? 
Platt's in his hibernation cycle after that last one. <laughs> Platt's sleeping it off. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so, uh, just to remind me, too, right now, this is... Uh, we're, are we still basically just on the run now? <laughs> in the next part? I mean, you're attempting to rejoin the fleet, yeah. Okay. So, what, 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 is, what is... The, the captain thing? is worried that if you just loop around the outside of the Dominion fleet, that uh, you won't make it to, you won't be able to join up with Seventh Fleet before they have to fall back again. Okay. So we have some other options. Actually, is that Nebula still? Is that basically in between the ways that we have that we have been going, or is that where the fleet was? Uh, no, the Nebula is. It's nearby. You could go through it. So is it? Uh, what what are the what's the sensor sweeps actually showing for that? What what's it primarily comprised of? Um. Well, if you're going to run sensors from here, again, it's going to be all passive. Uh, it's a high-energy nebula, so it looks like it's of somewhat recent uh, development, probably in the last 2,000 years or so. Okay. A uh, lot of plasma. Um, so in a lot of ways, it's like running through the Badlands. Yeah, not not entirely dissimilar. Much smaller. It's like, I don't know what the hell's going on out there, but it's something crazy. <laughs> Any coffee? <laughs> uh, God damn it, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> took me a second to get that one so um i didn't get it at all there's coffee in that nebula joe yeah there's coffee in oh that boy nebula. okay <laughs> <laughs> i i got it but i was on mute so you couldn't hear me cuss <laughs> uh all right um so if we can in all honesty if we that's like if that may be one of our best efforts to keep hidden until we can actually join the fleet if we don't want to round about it. So obviously the that's like the pla uh, the, the plasma eddies in there would be a big that wouldn't be one of the biggest concerns for damaging. That's like damaging the ship as that. Although uh, if we might be able to an uh, since we're in at least a relative position where we can might be able to get close and analyze it. That's uh, like without fully entering it, we may be able to find a uh, enact a path through it. Uh, it's certainly possible. Um, I think it's better than, I think it's our best option. So uh, unless least... anybody else has anything else they want to uh, bring up or attempt. No, not really much I can yeah. do here unless you want me to give them like a space virus. Give them a space virus. <laughs> but we well, said no war uh, crimes. Yeah, it said no war crimes. That's right. So <laughs> I'll actually look on the side right now. Uh, doctor, didn't you, uh, that's like my, when's one of your past life's major within uh, stellar <laughs> phenomenon? Uh. No, or or stellar nurseries, mm -mm. or stellar something. I <laughs> <laughs> got a politician slash lawyer, uh, yeah. Betazoi Jiu Jitsu champion BJJ. Another lawyer who is like a labor law lawyer. I got a propulsion engineer, a poet, a biologist, and a Starfleet cadet on the leadership track. We'll get the beat poet up here and at least do something useful. Write a poem about the nebula. Sure. Yeah, they did a stand-up poet, and uh, turns out they did. <laughs> I've actually been, well, as a poet and a playwright, I've actually been writing various stage plays about our adventures and then recording them and releasing them on Starfleet Subspace Network as audio dramas. Uh -huh. <laughs> just cool. cool. <laughs> Great. So I hear me just talking to myself in, the, in my quarters. <laughs> you're, you're playing all the parts. Or have yeah. you, like... <laughs> or have you, you know, roped in three of your friends to help you? It's me and my nurse. Yeah, we're in there. <sighs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Anyway, so um, 
Now, I guess we might be able to, I'd like, I if I would be able to possibly utilize, um, uh, just utilize the, uh, oh, it's like one of the uh, the engineering team to basically uh, do several scans of that, or if, if we, it's like, I guess if there's another person who's on a dedicated science officer. Uh, you do not stuff. really have dedicated science officers. <laughs> Uh, you are the dedicated I'm, science I'm kind officer. of your science officer, I guess. Yeah. That's a, what is your science stat? Three. It's because it's uh, it, the base for medicine. You are you are one above me, so I don't mind right. helping. I don't mind if we could do an assisted roll together. That might give yeah, us. Yeah, put our heads together and work on it. Okay. All right, we I'll roll some mine. You know biology, but I don't think that helps. Okay. So well, what are you? Uh, what exactly are you trying to get out of this? We're trying to utilize the sensor data that if we're getting close enough to the uh, the nebula without entering it in to see if we can map out a safe route. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll it. Okay. Uh, one on assistance, so that'll be a four total. Right. Cool. Uh, yeah, you got a safe route, but... Um, can also throw in the ship sensors. I don't know if that helps. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to give you that this time because you're going to be using them actively mm, in the sense. nebula. Like that's part of the safe route is to be, you know, sure. there's no, obvious safe route and then inside. Uh, all right. So you fly into the nebula. It's uh, not exactly smooth, but uh, there aren't problems. Now, Aaron, I will give you a fate point. You have none. Uh, <laughs> okay. You literally need to see what's behind that nebula because boy, you know, um, you know, the location approximately of the planet that built at least some of those ships. Hey. It's not impossible that they might survive. Here's another suggestion. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) For some some orientation, for some heading, what's behind that nebula is our fleet. Yeah. No, no. That's, I'm absolutely... Depends on which direction you're pointing. And and how how long have we been deployed out with the 7th Fleet? Uh, Total, about six months. Uh, as far as combat stuff, probably one. Now yeah, we're gonna need one of those excess baryon sweeps when we get back. Yeah, yeah. So no, we're yeah. Uh, it's like no. Sorry, at this point, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I, I, I've I've had my I have enough data from the alien species that, and we have locations that. No, when we're not literally under under the gun, I am absolutely excited to look behind that nebula. But now is not the time. Now, All right, hold on. Counterpoint on Joe's side. Normally, to uh, resist reject a compel, it, you have to give me costs a fate point. Oh, you don't you're a fate right. point to spend to reject it. You let can, yourself get depleted. Can I just get, can I just go exhausted? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I don't, I, I, so typically, fate would not allow that. But here's what I'll say: um, uh, I, I will let you reject it, but you're going to start short next time. You start. Uh, with- that's fine. So I, that's that. That is an, an ample consequence. I I, I accept that. <laughs> All right. I hope you're ready for some engineering disasters next. I might not. Uh, like, like I'm not gonna be here next game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. It's gonna be a solo, <laughs> solo game. Flat wrestles with the warp core. <laughs> a beat poem written by Doctor Lenara Morrow. <laughs> I just remembered that wherever Burke is going, I have to go to. I don't. I don't remember where that was, but. Uh, all right. So you reject it. You you resist the impulse, but it leaves you literally physically exhausted. Like you like Ugh. it's a driving impulse behind the reason you're in Starfleet, and to resist it, uh, you know, is damaging to your psyche. Yep. Yeah, so that's 
fair enough right now. And you're right, absolutely. This will be just the assessment during the next game, so of the entire ship. <laughs> All right, so you make it through the nebula safely, and you pop out of it. <laughs> Let's roll for the fleet and see how they react. Uh, sufficiently, like, you... What you are that? very intensely scanned, <laughs> but okay. no weapons fire comes in as you enter their sensor range coming out of the nebula. Uh, and they welcome you back uh, back to join the fleet. Who's uh, in charge of the 7th Fleet? 7th Fleet is Admiral Ross. Before he's put in charge of the entire theater, just this fleet. Admiral Ross? Yeah. When he sees us, is he like, hey! No. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, Ross. No, he, he does not Fuck. say that. The <laughs> one from the television fleet. show. Hey, this is Randall Ross. Welcome to the Seventh Fleet. <laughs> I'm not going to do my version. I never do it at Gen Con, and I'm not doing it. <laughs> Joe, you you realize that I make door prizes for that stuff. I I get it, but like, um, I'm already at the the limits for how much embarrassment I'm going to put myself through. <laughs> and it's helped by the fact that I can't see you or anyone listening to this. Well, Joe, you if also I could. <laughs> well, Joe, if you realize two, two things right now, one that might be recorded somewhere else too, but also at the same time, if you don't, he's probably going to implement a, a Malort shot policy. If you don't do it. That's a lot of Malort. On the no, other hand, Malort is he, cheap. <laughs> that, no, no. He's trying to poison you. Literally. I know. I know. That's that's why it's a penalty. Let's <laughs> say just do it. So, anyway. Uh yeah, but uh, no, I'm that's like, yeah, Ross has actually been pretty even O'Keeled. I like him as an admiral. So <laughs> uh so yeah, Admiral Ross uh greets you. I mean, greets the captain, asks for your telemetry data, asks you to stand for a baryon sweep. Don't it's we need true. to be off the ship for that? Uh yeah. Like, they're going to send some people over and uh, Yeah, I was about to say, stand by for a Baryon sweep, don't go anywhere. Yeah, just stand there, yeah. I mean, it's all so pretty pretty standard crew. procedure at this point. Just done with this crew. Just get them out of here. Kill them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ah. Uh, yeah, you avoided my... I'm sorry, did we reject <laughs> the premise of your game? No, it's fine. Like, okay. There was a way out, you took it. You're like, no, we won't wake anything up. No, we made all our rolls. <laughs> I, I, I was kind of interested to see what the other species information was, but I was feeling that, you know, that everybody else was going, nope. Star I Trek mean, is- that's, the, that's the smart move. Like, I was I was interested to know about them. I was terrified when you kept saying, I'm going to wake one up. <laughs> well, no, I didn't yeah. say, I, well, I am going to wake one up. I'm just going, like, if, if we could, you know, talk to one of them, see what's going on, so... Or that's why I was trying to access data to see, like, are you immediately hostile? I don't know. So. I'm also surprised mm. nobody tried to steal any of the technology. No, we're getting better every game. Existential fight against this uh, super powerful enemy. <laughs> All right. I'm trying so. to turn over a new leaf and be the better person and, you know, really live up to our standards I mean, of war crimes, okay? Because I was I mean, close. you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. You're, you're just trying to avoid another dressing down by an admiral, aren't you? I mean, I have... I mean, a bunch of stuff I've thrown your way has been. Uh, you guys uh, interested in any work rhymes? That's entrapment, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, questions, comments, suggestions. Way, way to avoid my uh, interesting <laughs> work rhymes question. I mean, I, I do, I do feel bad like that we kind of actively avoided all of the fun stuff in there for you, but at the same Best. time, like 
That's uh, fine. That's scary. <laughs> I mean, like, so the thing, the thing about the crew of the Enterprise or the Voyager, especially, is that they always want to find out what the hell is going on, um, which is not always the smart thing. Yeah, but you guys are in wartime and you're trying to survive. So, like, there's a lot more limited interest of, hmm, I wonder what's going on over here. And more of, yeah. we got to get back to our friends. Yeah, we're, we're a defiant crew with, like, 40 people. We can't throw a bunch yes. of red shirts at something we're curious about. Uh, yeah, no, I was... Exactly. I, I, I'm in the agreement that I've... Yeah, if it weren't, like, active... If we were outside somewhere active, not actively in the Dominion War, that would be like, no, I'd absolutely look at this. Now I'm going to talk to the captain about this, because this could be helpful. Yeah, we're definitely going to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, it, this is going to happen, but no, no, we're in war. I'm like, oh god, no. <laughs> Just yeah, like the TNG setup would be to find one of these isolated in right. space. Okay, yeah, and just yeah, that'd be the context of the episode. Right, we yeah. received a strange hail or whatever. That's true. Although, uh, could, uh, I, I do have one request. Can sure. uh, for the for the Jim Hadar ships that were taken out, can we yeah. have a random? Can we have a random roll to see if we took out a Wayun? Um, yeah, I will give you a uh, one of. <laughs> chance you killed one of several wayunes <laughs> okay so if you roll one and a d30 nice he wasn't on the ships damn it Aww. he's back with the he's back with the main fleet man damn it oh well i'm sure we got some vorta if it makes you that's not yeah. a Wayun. it only really counts if it's a wayun leave jeffrey combs alone <laughs> <laughs> or uh well i guess or the clone of uh iggy pop i guess <laughs> you killed an iggy pop Nikki, we uh, at least no. kill me. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not proud of that. Nor should you be. <laughs> be David Bowie, it would be worse. That's true. Well, yeah, the problems with you killing David David Bowie's. That's true. Although uh, you, you do, Iggy Pop played one of the Vorder, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, I know you Burke knew, but I know <laughs> Joe knew. <laughs> it was Yogrun. Yogrun. Yep. Oh, all right. Uh, with that, we'll come back at you next time. Star Trek stuff will happen <laughs> next but- time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>